BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hello. Hi. What's going on with you, Harper? Um, well, I'll, I'll preface this with I am naturally an, an introvert. I have been living with a lot of roommates more recently. I guess I haven't technically lived on my own until very recently, but mm-hmm. um, I have been living in my car um, for about a month or so now, and I actually really enjoy it. Um, but I'm finding that I'm kind of lonely in the friends that I thought I had are not as friendly as I thought, I guess. Mm. This is interesting. Tell me, um, what is it that inspired you? Are you, is this a financial thing or are you living in your car by choice? Um, a little bit of, of both. Um, I think right now I could technically to live in an apartment, um, but it's really expensive here right now, um, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have any any room to like save up for anything or any time to pursue um, anything that would result in me being like paid more. If that makes sense, um, and I don't want to get stuck in that like spending all my money on apartments until I die kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me what you are liking about it. Um, I love the, the solitude, I guess, partially. Um, I really like the, the freedom. I just feel like I'm always in my car and if I want to go anywhere, I can just get in my car and go. Um, it's made me more active, uh, since I don't have an apartment to shower in. I got a gym membership and I've actually been going to the gym for the first time in my life. Um, and I'm doing my laundry more regularly. I just went up into the mountains and took some photographs and edited them just because I wanted to. And it's always something I've kind of wanted to do, but never felt like I had the time to, mm-hmm. um, just kind of stuff like that. Um, you said that, your friends who you said you thought were your friends have been not so much friendly to you mm-hmm. lately. Tell me about that. Um, there's just kind of people that I, I guess, I don't know. I've had, I've been in, like in high school, you have your friends who, you see all the time at school and you sometimes see outside of school and you guys catch up. And then 
after high school, they just sort of fade away, even though you were spending time outside of high school. Now that you don't have to see each other on a regular basis, they just kind of don't, they aren't there anymore. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's like some of that from old high school friends that are slowly fading away and um, friends I thought I made like um, at jobs. When I switched jobs, then they didn't really talk to me to hang out outside of work, you know. And sometimes I'll offer, I'll, you know, say, hey, are you free tonight? And then I say, they say, yeah. And I say, okay, let me know when you get off of work or whatever. And then I just don't ever get a response back. And just, they're not really putting any effort in to see me or talk to me or check up on me anymore, mm -hmm. kind of thing. I, I'm curious about something. You seem like you really like being alone. Yeah, I I I like being alone because I am an introvert, and um, my job right now is dealing with a lot of people. It's in food service, okay. um, but I still I still feel like I need some sort of connection, friends, people to you know talk to about. Yeah. my day or like I cut my hand open at work and got seven stitches and I wanted to tell mm -hmm. people and I didn't really have people to talk to. Hmm. Um, throughout your life, have you usually had close friends or has it been like this kind of for a while? I, I feel like I've always had at least a couple of really close friends, like usually two or three. Um, people that I hang out at school, outside of school, I'd tell them about all of the deep issues of my life. Um, I've never had like a huge group of friends, but I never really wanted that. Just, you know, some people that were close by. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you see yourself living in your car for uh, a long time? Or do you have plans of eventually getting a place anytime soon? Uh, it kind of depends on financials. I feel like yeah. once I feel financially ready enough that I could get my own place, um, that I would. But I'm also kind of really liking the car and the life that I'm living, I guess, besides mm -hmm. the people thing. Mm -hmm. So you're experiencing um right and you told me that before this you lived with roommates and that wasn't working out for you very well yeah just kind of you know needed roommates i was living with my parents then they went to they left and went to germany when i turned 18 and so after that i lived with my boyfriend and his family and then we broke up and then it was roommates and then um, I actually lived with a friend for a couple months who said, you know, I, I took some time off of work because I was really burnt out from it. Um, and so that kind of fucked me. And uh, after the lease was up with the roommates, um, they all went their separate ways and I couldn't keep the apartment. So I was staying with a friend who was offering to help. Um, and then that friend kind of kicked me out and I don't exactly know why um but mm -hmm. she is also very introverted so she i think she might have just been overwhelmed by me being there in general um 
and then I was in my car. Are you generally happy with where your life is at right now? I I think I'm kind of accepting it. Like okay. I'm not I'm not unhappy with it, but it's you know, I'm the kind of person that's like it could always be worse and it's never like Sure. I'm not upset with it. I think it's really interesting and it'll build character and all of that. But, you know, I have an image of where I'd like to be and this is not really it. I like the you have a good perspective about it. Like the I there's just I guess the idea that like you know, my situation is not my life forever and always. I mean, you, how old are you? 21. Okay. Cool. All right. So I mean, you, you your your perspective of it that this is life right now. I'm actually kind of liking it. Um and you you say it's building character. Um, what kinds of character do you do you think it's building for you? Um, well, part of it is things that I'm finding out that I can do that I never thought I could. Like I've always been kind of on the chunkier side as a person, but I was never in sports. I was never motivated to ever go out and work out. And I right. like bike to school, but that was about it. And now I'm actually like going to the gym, you know, on a regular basis, which I never thought I would do because I didn't think I had like the motivation for it. Mm-hmm, and that, mm-hmm. and kind of just the resilience of like, it's you know, it's Colorado in the winter. It's getting cold, but I'm figuring it out and I'm having a few shitty nights here and there. But I think it will help with just figuring shit out in the future when it goes south kind of thing. I like that. I like that, Harper. You have a um, you have a good mindset about things. I want to hear you. T- you said that it's not how you want to live for now. You've accepted it and the good and the bad as to where you are now, but that you have an image in your head of how you want life to be, and this is not it. Uh, tell me. Tell me more about that image. Um. Well. The first sentence I ever said as a kid was, I do it myself. Um, And so I've always been, I think that's very true to my character. I've always been a very, like, independent, very resilient person. Um, And so I always kind of imagined myself, you know, financially comfortable with my own job, able to support myself by myself, don't need anybody else. And... I find that I'm I'm there, but in a much poorer situation than I thought I would be. Um, I went to School of Mines um, for metallurgical engineering for a while and had to drop out after COVID. And so for a long time, I thought like I was going to be a welder. I was going to be an engineer, like some sort of top, not top job kind of thing, but like something more sophisticated. Um, and now I'm working in food service, which I don't hate. I actually really like the job. But it obviously doesn't doesn't pay very well because I'm living in my car. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, so ideally, in this image of your ideal life, what are you doing? Um, I think something... I, I love the idea of metals, um, which is why I was doing metallurgical engineering. But I also, I really love being more hands-on. I'm not so much a paperwork kind of person. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can do calculus like a motherfucker. I'll do that all day. But mm-hmm. um, I want to be more like hands-on and, and actually doing shit. So I thought of like welding and and stuff like that in that area. Do you, do you see like a, a practical path in front of you as to how you you want to move however fast or slow towards that do you, do you see a way there from where you are now i think right now my two main options would be either going back to school of mines and i'm still paying off debt from that so mm-hmm. the idea of going back and then not being able to finish and being in even more debt mm-hmm. just kind of mm-hmm. worsen the problem that scares me mm-hmm. um well the other option would be going to like a vocational school for welding um but i think that would have to be something where i was working a job making some sort of income as well as doing that and i don't really see how i can do that at least in the position that i'm in right now i don't think i have the time or the or the schedule for it you know i'm working every single day this week and i i love the job but it doesn't leave room for yeah. schooling on the side. Kind of do, do you see a way? I mean, it sounds like there are, you, you kind of know what you want to do and how to get there, but there are like just these, these tough financial barriers. I mean, school's fucking expensive mm-hmm. and lots of people are just getting railed by debt. Do you, Yeah. either with the job you have right now or with what you know of is potentially available to you in terms of other jobs, do you see a path forward for yourself to be able to overcome that financial obstacle? Yeah, I think um, another reason I chose to live in my car instead of in an apartment is so that I can save up money. Um, And I think... If I can save enough where I can feel comfortable doing, you know, something part-time on the side and school, that's kind of the goal of where I'm working towards, just mm-hmm. saving up enough. You know, I, 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 I admire you, Harper, because you have this uh, vision towards the future that is is not free from obstacles but what what i what i admire is that you are have this ability to look at where your life is right now because we're all on some journey to something you know and you really could think of it as you, you really could waste your whole life waiting to be happy until you've achieved the destination of that journey and you really will you waste your life doing that but you seem like you have this ability to like kind of snuff out whatever is going well, whatever you do appreciate about whatever prong on your journey you're on and to be able to be happy today about that. And uh, I, I, I really do admire that. I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I think that um, comes from I've been diagnosed with like major depression and anxiety and went through the worst times of my life in high school and um, was put on medication for my depression and all of that. And that helped immensely. 
Um, but I think going through the really fucked up down mindset that I was in at that time mm-hmm. taught me a lot more to kind of appreciate what I do have and when I am feeling good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like once um, you've kind of gone on, once you've ridden the roller coaster a little bit, you get a better idea of uh, of those ups and downs and how to look at it from kind of a more macro perspective. Yeah. Um, thanks for sharing all of this, Harper. How did this feel? I, I'm kind of curious. I, I, I haven't been asking this to people lately, but how did this all feel to talk about? I, I think it, it's good. It's kind of um, what I needed because obviously living in your car is not something that you talk to everybody about. So I haven't really yeah. talked about it much. I guess that was the one. I guess that was the final piece of the puzzle to this is is kind of because you wrote it down. You told the screener about this is the the like stigmatization that you feel about living in your car. Yeah. Um like homelessness in general has gone up and especially in Colorado, you see it in a lot of places. I live kind of closer to like the big city Denver and it's really pretty bad. Um but there's still no talk about it. You don't hear anybody talking about it. And a lot of times because, you know, I've seen that that homelessness around but never like been in it, you know, you hear about how other people talk about it and it's, you know, pitiful, it's disgraceful, it's whatever. And I don't think it I don't I think people go through hard shit, but I don't think it should be a judge of their character. Um, but it is nowadays. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I guess I'm, you know, I'm hoping that, uh, like, you know, in having conversations like this, that uh, people can kind of see a bit more of a three-dimensional view of, of, of a person in a situation like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've always been kind of an advocate for for homelessness and, and general, like, poverty. Um, and I think I've I've always wanted to open people's minds up to it and and I never like the idea that a a person's situation is who they are kind of thing Harper is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go um I guess just in general that wherever you're at doesn't mean that that's where you're going to be and don't be shitty to homeless people (laughs) thank you for calling Harper Thank you. That was great. I liked her a lot. Um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of said everything um, that I wanted to say that I admire about her. Um, she just seemed, I mean, she obviously had a lot of problems that she was struggling with, but it didn't, like, she just had this, like, uncanny ability to, like, look on the bright side of things you know like oh this is uh the 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 needing to shower at a at a gym has made me more active and i'm getting a, a greater sense of freedom and uh i'm getting the solitude that i've i've been wanting after being with a roommate for so long um and she did i don't know she also just seemed like like 
she had goals for the future that she's not in some crazy rush to get to in a sense that it, uh, in, a, in a way that would make her miserable but that she is on a um conscious path towards and um yeah i, I just I, I like i liked a lot of things about the way that she was uh thinking and talking about um her situation and i i i know that f- fucking Debt and the education system. I'm. I don't want to talk about shit that I have no fucking idea about because I'm a gecko on the internet. But uh, fucks get gets people fucked over for sure. I talk to a lot of people, personal, and uh, on the phone calls here that get fucked with uh, debt. Um. But but all of that withstanding, I I would not be surprised if um. Harper, you know, many years, uh, however many years from now, is significantly closer to that that ideal image that she was talking about. And I hope I hope she gets there. Hello, hello. Hi, how are you? Uh, I am. I'm doing good. Um, how can I help you? Hi, my name's Logan. Oh, um, well, I uh, it's it's kind of like okay, it's gonna sound funny, but um, I uh, I'm addicted. I'm addicted to like curtains. Um, like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm attracted to curtains. Okay. You're attracted to curtains. In what way? Like, I I don't know what, like, way. It's just kind of like, you know, like, how your average person is attracted to, um, you know, like another person. Or like how Jeffrey Dahmer was attracted to whatever he was attracted to, you know, it's just like, what are you, what are you doing? What, Logan, Logan, Logan. Yes. What are you doing? <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to gecko for therapy. Okay. I'm like this whole kink thing. All right. Okay. You really, you're attracted to curtains. Yeah. Okay. What do you, how do you express your attraction to curtains? Um, uh, well, I do. Well, instead of using a blanket, I use a curtain as a blanket. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't really do anything sexual with the curtain. That'd just okay. be weird. But, but yeah, I don't okay. know. I just, how is it? Is this how is this a problem for you? How has this manifested itself negatively in your life? Well, well, like it's just people call me weird and stuff. If even like when I expressed my problem in the chat, I just got slandered for it. So, uh, I just, I just don't know how to, I, I don't know if you could like give me a way like to like look at curtains differently or I can't, um, I can't solve, I can't, here's, uh, here's the thing, Logan, I can't solve your attraction to curtains, but, um, I mean, I can tell you what I've told a lot of folks who've called in that have, you know, sexual fetishes that maybe are not, um, of the norm, which is that, uh, I mean, look, dude, if you want to go and take car, car, if you want to go into Bed Bath & Beyond, as long as you take the curtains home from the store before you do it, uh, wrap your dick in curtains all you want, man. Life is short, and you're really not hurting anybody by doing that. So if the only thing... Uh, standing in between you and having sex with curtains 
uh, is the way that other people feel about it. That's not a compelling thing for me. I, I, I'm trying to think of if there's any moral or ethical uh, things here, but I don't think there is. I'm not, I'm not the judge, jury, and executioner on that, but if the only thing that's really stopping you from having sex with these curtains is what your friends might think, it's just not a compelling reason to me, Logan. I think that you should feel compelled to have sex with curtains all you want. Now, if you feel as though the curtain fucking is preventing you from going out and uh, uh, attempting to form sexual relationships with real-life people or, or it's preventing you from moving further positively in your life, then maybe it's a problem, but the way that you describe it to me, uh, it seems rather harmless. No, yeah, totally. I agree with... I, I, I Well, I mean, I, in, an aspect, in an aspect of, like, I, I just, I'm just scared to be judged, you know? To, like, when, when I came out with this, um, you know, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't know how to tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just super scared to be judged. How do you I feel think. about talking about it right now? Well, well, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's relieving, I guess. Okay, good. Good. Um,. What kind of curtains do you like to have sex with? Is there a color? Is there a texture? What specific kind of curtains um, do you like? Are you attracted to? Uh, uh, gray and white stripes. Yes. Okay. You know, I thought you were lying, but that's actually pretty specific. Yep. Thank you for calling, Logan. All right. Have a nice night. Now that I think about it, curtains are very soft. You know what? I'm going to go home and fuck my curtains. Maybe Logan is on to something. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms... And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Who is this? This is Allie. What's going on, Allie? Well, a lot of stuff. So recently my coworker died, and it's been a little rough, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you, were you close with them? Uh, yeah. We, well, we've been friends for a year, and a year feels like a long time since I work in the food industry, and basically... You basically walk into work and walk out of work together, you know, full day, yeah. in and out. You get to know. Mm-hmm. And my one coworker, 
who died was friends with another co well not friends but dating another coworker. So this kind of caused a big uh oh. Yeah, so listen so you know you said to the call screener that uh one of your coworkers passed away. And that yeah. this coworker's uh, significant other, the person they were dating, you say they won't leave you alone. Yeah, they haven't. They keep treating me like a therapist and keep like even call me after work to talk mm. about it, and it is affecting my mental health really bad. <laughs> mm. Mm. What a pickle! What a pickle! Okay, so yeah. I mean, this. Um, okay, so your coworker passed away. Uh, there's significant other who you also work with is having a really mm-hmm. tough time with it, and they have selected you yeah. as the um, person to 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 help them through the situation. Yeah, they basically and... tell me that they drink a lot and do drugs and basically all that and it's yeah, a lot yeah yeah huh i don't really know how to deal with this i don't know how i would deal with this to be honest with you if um well they're also my like friend so i don't want to like say you know i don't want to hear this and that stuff and don't like i don't want to sound like not supportive because right. they are like they are like older than me, so like I feel like that should have been given, not to you know say it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, right, it's difficult because you can't. Ju- I mean, well, listen, if you were to communicate honestly and tell the truth, I mean, you would just tell them what you told me. You'd be like, "Hey, you know, listen, I know that this is a really tough thing for you." But um, I I just can't handle it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You say that, right? What's your What's your reservation with saying that? The thing is that I don't want to say it, and then she's like, "You're not supportive," you know, you know, da da da, and you know, she starts being friends with me because like she's my only like friend in the workplace because everyone makes fun of me at my work. Mm-hmm. So, it's a little rough. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of you at your work. Yeah. Okay, does that make it a significantly bad place to work? Um, I wouldn't say so. I mean, I'm only there because it pays well. You know, puts food on the table, house on the, like, you know, house. That stuff. You can't, like, I can't quit. Because then I would have, like, nothing, basically, you know? Okay. Hmm. Okay. Sounds like you're dealing with a lot of issues at work. Yeah. But, you know, you just deal with it. <laughs> um, how, yeah, how do you how do you respond with and deal with people making fun of you at work? A lot of times I just roll, uh, roll with it or like I just pretend that they're like you know haha I'm you know joking mm. but it's kind of obvious but 
A lot of times I can't like hang over it because uh, I'm cooking, you know, and making food for people. So it's not like I'm, you know, fight back. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask you uh, this? It just th- in your life as a whole, this issue. Yeah. Uh, I guess both the issues of your coworker, sort of. Let's use the phrase trauma dumping on you uh, and then your other coworkers yeah. making fun of you just the general uncomfortable social vibe of your workplace uh, how significant of an issue is that from the broader perspective of your life as a whole I mean it's it's been really tough because I also have other mental illnesses on top of it so like a big one is like I have DID, which then, you know, it, it's in like getting yelled at is also another thing that I don't like because of my PTSD. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what is what is I DID? Have, uh, it's dissociative identity disorder. OK. OK. So like stuff like that, like being made fun of or maybe getting, you know, that or bullying sometimes it makes a new person in my head it's really hard to explain (laughs) yeah do you go to real therapy yeah i do what kinds of things does your real therapist tell you about all this um they just tell me about like they tell me about ways to cope with it like writing down my feelings and that stuff but you know other than that, they know that my situation's not good, and uh, I don't go to college or go to school, that stuff, so they say my job, like, my job list is limited, and where I live, they don't really look for what I have. Yeah. Um, has any of the stuff that they've been telling you been helpful for you? I mean, not really, but I've been trying to find new hobbies and that stuff, too help with it what do you want out of life Allie well right now I'm going to go to coding I'm trying to get back into the swing of school I'm trying to find money like scramble some money save up to go to coding school and I kind of just want to you know I don't have really big dreams like I you know how people say they want to be like a superstar or they want to make it big I just Mm want to live you know yeah. Just want to you know, live a good life. What what is uh what is living a good life look like to you? House, food, maybe a family, nothing big, okay. just to get by okay. in life, you know. Okay. Um I I try not to give advice, but can I give some advice? Of course, yeah. Um, okay, so you're saying you're trying to get into coding with the hopes that um, that it will allow you to pursue a better job than you when you have now. Yeah. To whatever degree you can, um, Allie, I feel like I would. I I I know it probably sucks to get made fun of at work, and I know that it sucks to be dealing with. Uh, the 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 trauma of somebody else's uh, 
a dead significant other, and that's that's just a fucking lot. But to whatever degree you can, metaphorically put your head down, and just with as much single-minded focus as you can, put your energy towards this goal you have of learning the coding to get out of the situation. It's you have a great it's a great plan. I'm glad that you have a plan. Um I don't know how helpful any of this of what I'm saying is, but I, I would ignore and just deal with all this stuff, which it sounds like you're already doing from the way that you're talking to me about it. I would just put my head down. I mean, down. I try to help her, you know. I, I try yeah. to give her and advice. It's, and I, I, I you're clearly, a, a, you know, a sweet, empathetic person. Uh, and, and so you're compelled to do that. Um, but focus as much as you can on this, this, this goal of doing the coding thing and getting out of there. Because it, it doesn't sound like a great place for you to be, at least from what you've told us. Yeah. I mean, how yeah, do you feel I, I, I think, I think that's great advice, and I'm, I, I am gonna take that advice and run with it because, I think, it, it it's good advice to, t- to take, and I kind of need any advice I can get at the moment. <laughs> um, keep your head up, Ali. You sound, I mean, I don't know. You just have this demeanor that I like. Uh, you say you want a simple life. You want to be able to eat. You want to have a house? You want to have a job where uh, people are not making fun of you? I, 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 yeah. I feel, co- I feel confident in your ability to achieve those things. Yeah, I, I think I am. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to learn, uh, learn code on my phone and on the laptop, and you know, and I'm starting to do things, and I'm starting to get the ball rolling, and I'm, I'm thinking about like this season or. Next season to actually enroll in the school since I finally got enough money to, you know. Good, good. Um, I feel like I feel like it's up and up with you. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> A lot of stuff has been happening. Um, Ellie, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go, or any aspect of anything that you feel like we did not cover? I would say chat. Um, still, just keeping chat, you know, you guys are amazing. I love reading you guys' comments. And um, I hope that if anything is um, going on with chat, that they get the help and always know that there's someone you could talk to. But make sure you don't trauma dump on your homies that much because that shit ain't cool. <laughs> I guess. Uh, sorry if I swore and I'm not allowed to, but No, yeah. you can Let say whatever chat. the hell you want, man. <laughs> All right. See ya. Gek. Thank you, Allie. Have a good night. You good night. I liked her, man. She was cool. She just had this, like, very cool... That's what I would say. It's a very cool demeanor about all of this shit. I mean, she was going on about, like... And I don't know. I never know. Like, dude, I don't. I don't know what the contrast is between how a person presents themselves on the phone to me versus what's really going on. And I never will know for sure. But from what I can gather in our phone call, I mean, she was going on about like, 
you know, everyone at my workplace is fucking bullies me and I have all these mental health issues and I, I got this going wrong and this going wrong. But she was so like cool about it. Like it's just I don't know, I was I was inspired by like she was mentioning all these pro and again, I don't I don't know what's really going on inside it. I don't know what that contrast is, but she was cool about it. In the sense of she was like, Yes, I'm dealing with this stuff and I'm and I'm ac- I am dealing with it. Um and it's happening, but it's not destroying me. And I still am like, you know, I don't want, I don't need to be a superstar. I don't need to fucking become the next Steve Jobs coder entrepreneur person. But it'd be nice to have a house and a life and stuff. And, uh, I don't know. I appreciated that. And, uh, I, 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 I do believe it is on the up and up for Allie. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello. Yeah, uh, uh, hello. Hi. Oh my god, is this is this <laughs> is this a gig? Yeah, who is this? Uh this is um the CJ. <laughs> this is who now? Alright. Um CJ you said? Yeah, CJ. What's up, CJ? What's going on with you? Uh, well, um, yeah, I came to, um, talk to you about this, this little predicament that I'm kind of in, all right? So, uh, what you call it? My, my girlfriend, right? Um, she doesn't like getting, receiving head, right? But the thing mm-hmm. is, with me, I love it, you know, it's one of my favorite things to do. So, like, it's kind of a, a, a weird thing going that she really does not prefer it, but uh, it's the way that gets me going. She always says, no, I don't like it, no, 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 listen, it just kind of puts me down, but I'm like, damn, you know, I'm trying to make you feel good, but then, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't like it, so I just, I just don't know. All right, what, um, what do you like about giving, uh, giving head? Oh, I, the, the feeling, you know, just, um, I don't know, just the, the, the feeling of making the, my girlfriend just feel good, you know? And just having that power over it, you know, it's like a, it's like like when you're ever having sex and you just and you know you're doing good. It's also mm-hmm. that same kind of feeling when you know you you're doing a good. And then all right, so so you enjoy you enjoy giving pleasure. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so I mean, are there ways that she receives pleasure besides just, uh, you know, you giving her head? Like, what else could you do? To give her pleasure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I I do everything. You know, she likes to you know the the neck kisses, all that stuff, grabbing up on her. There's plenty of other different things I I, I could do, right? And that I do do. Like we are, our sex life is very good and stuff. Like so, 
a lot of different things we've tried and stuff like that, but I just really like to do that to her. Just go down on her. You know, before you get into business, you know, you like to pregame, you know, you know, a little, little. What is she, what is, what is, what, when you've talked to her about this, what does she enjoy Mm -hmm. doing in bed? Mm -hmm. Uh, She, she enjoys the foreplay that we do, but just not, um, just me going down on her. She likes everything else, you know, the neck kissing, grabbing up on her, you know, she, she, she's very submissive in that way. So then I, uh, I step up and be the more dominant one. And that's what she, that's what she likes. And that's what like, I like to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, well, shit, man. I mean, why don't you, if you know what she likes, and it sounds like you guys are very, <laughs> um, very communicative, <laughs> communicative with one another. <laughs> why don't you use the results of that communication to, to guide whatever it is that you, you do in bed? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I do do that sometimes, you know. But there's also some things that she doesn't Are like you that I would do. Yes. So my girlfriend just came in, but <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's a. I I do do a lot of different things, and I'm trying to get more into it. But you know, because uh, she 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 does um. One thing that I don't like that I reach that she really likes is she likes to be to get came on, you know? That's that's what her thing is, but I don't like that. You know? So we're just trying to figure out different ways. Why don't why don't you our... like why don't you like coming on your girlfriend? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, honestly, I feel like it's kind of like a it's not gross or anything to me. I just not my cup of tea, you know? Okay. Like uh Let me talk let me talk to like, her. Can I talk to her? Baby, baby, who wants to talk to you? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Um. So your boyfriend is talking all about um, you know, uh, communicating with you about uh, sex stuff. I don't know if you've heard. Everything he's been talking about. No, I tuned in a little bit late. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so let me ask you this. In bed, what would you uh, like to um, sort of get from your boyfriend more that, that you think he could be doing a better job of? Um. Well, I mean, our sex life is pretty good, like... Like he said, we like communicate about it and stuff. It's literally the only issue. <laughs> it's just um, him going down on me. I don't really prefer it. <laughs> everything else is good. Like, I like everything else that we do. Well, shit, you know, look, if you don't like it, I mean, that's fucking... I feel like that's that's that, you know? What else is there to really be um, be said and done, you know? Yeah, that's what I keep telling him. Because it, it's not like I don't always not let him go down. Does that make sense? I don't always not let him. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, uh, like, um, he does it sometimes. Like, I won't, like, completely turn him down from it. You know, if he hits the right spots, I'll react to it. It's not like I completely hate it. I just don't prefer it. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Um, if you don't prefer it, 
then I don't know. I don't really know what else there is to do here. I I wonder what a real sex thing. I, this is some points I just hit brick. There's some calls I just hit brick walls with, and I'm like, what an actual <laughs> fucking person who knows about life fucking say about this. Here's the thing. I um. Tell me the thing. I told him that I would uh I would let him I would let him go down on me more if he would just like nut on me when I ask him to. <laughs> ah, okay. So we're doing a little bit of uh, sexual barter bartering. Bartering, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so we're making a trade here. Yes, exactly. Okay, I think a, a trade is fair. I think a trade is fair. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't is it? he? What's yeah. what's his? Is his? How does he feel about a trade? Uh, I mean, the the the, the, the trade sounds sounds nice. I, I just don't know, man. I, I just really don't like coming on on her. I don't know because like, yeah, and she doesn't like when like, you really? lick her vagina, and you guys are bartering. You're compromising. <laughs> yeah, true, true. That's bro. a like, trade. That's yeah, what a I'm trade is. Like, I give yeah, somebody twenty dollars. For a sandwich, and it was one of those fucking expensive food trucks. I don't like giving people twenty dollars, but I like sandwiches. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's a trade. True, true. It is a trade. So how do we? So I'm asking both of you guys. How do we feel about this trade? Yeah, I feel like it's it's a good middle ground. I feel like this could work. You know, because uh, but most of the time I do come on her just on her ass. You know, we hit it from the back. Okay. But you know, but like uh, whenever hitting it from like a missionary, you know, from front, you know, I just don't like solely in that moment with come. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know because I, I I just really like the way it looks. I What's don't your name? Flattered. CJ. 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 Your girlfriends. Yeah. I want you to have mm-hmm. some empathy for a second. I want you to think about your girlfriends. I want you to think uh-huh. about. Uh, you don't like coming on people, but imagine getting cummed on. It probably feels nice, you know. Come is you ever I, I, I don't CJ, know. CJ CJ CJ? <laughs> C, listen to me, okay? Have you ever jacked off yeah. and you accidentally came on your thigh or your hand, and it is like a warm sensation? It's like you're being hu- like all the little sperm cells in your jizz. They're like hugging you, you know. It's a nice feel. Yeah. It feels nice to get cummed on, and so when you come on your girlfriend. You're giving her that pleasure of the warm sensation of your ejaculate. And that's because that's what she desires. That's what she's asking for from you. And so just have some empathy for that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I guess I never thought of it that way. I don't know. From the very young age, I never liked coming on things. I don't know. It just seems kind of gross. From me, a very young age, you never liked yeah, coming on things. Yeah, uh, I've been... Uh, yeah, I, I started very young. I'm not proud to say that. <laughs> I started very young. Well, Even though um, came out, I was CJ, I feel like I've heard enough about um, you and your girlfriend's genitals for this evening. Is there anything else that you want to say to... Um, <laughs> The people of the computer before we go. Um, um, I guess, I guess, come on your girlfriend when she asks. I don't think it's something good. good to say. Okay, this is good. We have a breakthrough here. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we did. I think I, I think I might try it tonight. See what happens. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> you guys have a wonderful rest of the evening. I appreciate you, Gick. Thanks for gicking Take me. Care. Thank you. Um, let's see. I think. Oh, they're gonna have a great time, man. It does. By the way, I'm not like I've never had somebody else come on me. I don't want. I wouldn't want to. But I've every time I come on myself, I like get it. Every time I accidentally come on my own stomach, I'm like, oh, I can. This feels nice. So I'm not gonna say I don't understand. Hello, it is Lyle. We have reached the end of the phone calls of this stream, and I would now like to share with you an interview that I did with a French woman on the beaches of Cancun in real life. I was in Cancun on a little post-tour vacation when I realized that I get just really antsy sitting around and uh, doing nothing on a beach. I like to get out and work and do stuff. I know it sounds insane, but uh, I, I set up my Gecko interview station and I did a bunch of interviews on the beach there. So if you like this segment and you want to hear the full thing, you can go to youtube.com slash Lyle forever or just search being a Gecko in Cancun. Okay, let's get into the interview. Thank you for saying, I think people, I think most people and you know, rightly enough, most people think I'm like trying to charge them money for pictures and stuff. No, no, honestly, I just find it really fun. What's what's your name? Katie. Katie, very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Gecko. What are you doing here on uh, the beach of Playa del Carmen? Vacation, I guess. Okay. I guess with like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, what do you do when you're not vacationing? I'm working. You're working. <laughs> do you not? Do you like your job? I love my job. What do you do? I work in hotel. You work in hotels. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, so so like. Weirdly enough, does going on vacation and being at a hotel like make you think about work? Actually, it does, but when you switch it off, it's so much better. Okay, okay. So I switched it off. Who are you here with anyone? No, by myself. Oh, you came by yourself? Yeah. That's great. Do you do you take vacations by yourself a lot? I do. Do you prefer to vacation by yourself than with other people? I do. Why is that? Because I don't have to wait for anyone. Mm -hmm. You know in the morning you wake up Okay, I might go back to bed. That's okay. There's no one next to you say, oh, let's go to for breakfast right. or let's go somewhere, do shopping or something. Yep. You decide your own schedule. Yep, yep, yep. So that's what I love about it. I like that too. Yeah, I, I like uh, I like doing things by myself all the time. I like going to like the aquarium by myself. I can sit and stare at one fish for like an hour and there's no one tapping me being like, we got to go. Do you use uh, that outfit when you do that? Sometimes. It'd be fun to do one of these at the aquarium. You should. Um... So you're on. What what is your? Uh, how long are you on vacation for? Uh, I've been here for three days already, so yeah. I have five more days. Five. So you're on vacation for eight weeks. No. Eight I mean days. Eight, eight days. Eight days. That's what I meant to say. So can I, can I ask you though? So you're vacationing by yourself, and I totally understand. That's how I like to do my vacations too. Does it ever get lonely? Sometimes it does. You know, okay. sometimes you're like, okay, because the thing is, it's easier to make people when you're by yourself. But definitely, yeah. When you have like you in the crowd and everything, people are maybe you know worried to actually approach you, mm -hmm. and by yourself it's so much different. But sometimes it does get lonely. Mm -hmm. You're in a restaurant, you're something, you're looking at all the people, so you don't want to disturb them. So you end up being alone a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. you want might want to do some activities, and you have to pair with someone, yeah. but you're by yourself. Yeah. So yeah. Sometimes it does, but at the end of the day, 
the highlight is because I feel like I met so much, so many people. Definitely. And I'm a people person, so I love it. Definitely. I, that's my favorite part of traveling alone is it makes it easier to meet other people, weirdly enough. Exactly. Have you been meeting a lot of people in your travels so far? Honestly, yes. Where, where are you meeting? Like going out to clubs and... Anywhere. Today I went, um, I met a French lady. I'm French. Yeah. And she's so nice. I was just, you know, doing shopping and I met her. So we connected on Instagram. So we'll see how it goes now. That's great. That's great. Where, where in France are you from? Where in France? Yeah. Actually, I was raised in Cholet, it's a small little town next to Nantes. Do you know yeah. France? I know, I know Paris, and I know Nice, uh, yes. which I called Nice for a very long time until I like found out it was nice, pronounced Nice. Like the movie. What movie? Bruce Denis or Bruce the Nice or something. No, I've never no. heard of any movie uh, with, you with Nice. You have to watch this. Okay, movie. I will. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> well, I guess we're recording it. Hopefully, I hope this thing is on. How about you? Uh, you meeting a lot of people? I say that again. Have you? Did you meet a lot of people? Um, let's see. I met one guy just now who's a, a travel blogger. Okay. I met you. <laughs> it's it's very. I'm glad I met you because I, after about ten people are hordes of people are walking by and I'm like trying to get them to talk to me and they're like not looking. And it's <laughs> funny because earlier today I was walking around just as myself around the town and other people in costumes. Have you seen them? No. There's like yet. guys running around just as Spider-Man or like people okay. who like are, you know, standing outside of restaurants, like trying to be like, hey, come, you know, take a picture or whatever. And I do the same thing to them. <laughs> so I feel like I'm on the opposite side of what I've been gave out this morning, you know? Okay. So my question is. Please. You YouTuber or you have an Instagram? I, I have both. I do you YouTube and Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Do so, you, are you a, a vlogger of any kind? Do you um, document your travels? I don't. Do you, do you have a journal at all? I have my personal journal, yes. Okay. It's a written one. Nobody okay. actually have to read it. It's for myself. What do you, can I ask what kinds of things you talk about in the journal? Anyway, anything. 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 What, what did, um, what did your entry sound like yesterday? Do you do yesterday? it every day? Not every day, only when I feel like it. Yesterday, uh, I was so tired. So, actually looked like, okay, that's what I did today. And I was talking about the fact that, you know, when you're exhausted, it comes from so many things. So it came from, I was talking about society and I was talking about so many things at once. So yeah. Okay. You're talking about society. I am. You have thoughts about society that you've I been, because when, you, when you're traveling alone, I know this from experience, you got lots of time to just think. Exactly. Can I hear like some of your thoughts about society? No. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll fair enough. I'll keep it for myself. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, where, where are you off to next? Uh, next, I'll just work. A little bit more, try to see around. I'm not actually staying in Playa del Carmen. I'm actually staying in Tulum, so okay. I have to take a collective back to Tulum soon. Mm -hmm. So, what kinds of things do you do back home in in France? Like what? Besides, when you're not working, when you're not vacationing, what do you do with your life? I'm boring. No, actually, for some people, I'm boring. But for myself, I'm not boring. I don't think you're boring at all. You're traveling to foreign countries alone. You're zooming all around. Yeah. Well. What I do, I knit, I draw sometime, I sing for myself. Okay. I go shopping with my friends and honestly, I spend actually my time to actually look, read a lot. You draw, you said. Yeah. What kinds of things inspire your art? People. People. <laughs> okay, you like to draw people. I like to draw people. Do you draw your family and friends? No. What do you, what kind of people do you draw? Just people I see around. 
Just people you see around. Mm -hmm. So have you been doing that at all? Like just kind of no, sitting here. on the beach and... No, here. No, I'm on vacation. Okay. Maybe when I go back to my room. Okay. We'll see. I respect that. I was thinking myself. I was I was about to not do this because I was sitting in my hotel room and yeah. I was like, I'm on vacation. Should, do I really need to bust out the gecko soup? But every time I do, I'm glad because I get to meet people. Someone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So question for you. Please. How long have you been on vacation for? Uh, I got here... Two days ago. Two days ago. And I leave tomorrow. Oh, that's a short vacation. It's a short vacation. But I, I honestly, I, uh, well, I've been, I, um, I do, I do, uh, like live shows and stuff. Okay. And I was on a tour in the US. Okay. And for about two weeks. And I came straight from that tour so you're to comedian. here. Uh, Outside of this, you're a comedian. I, I do, the, I, I actually do, I do this, but on stage. On stage. With people. And so I've been doing that for two weeks. And then I came right here. And then I, um, uh, you got me curious now. I'm gonna have to go and actually check you out. On Instagram. Okay, okay, okay. I'll show you, I'll show you the, the gram. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm actually like, it, it was a short trip, but it's perfect amount because I'm, I'm very ready to go home actually okay. and do nothing. I haven't been in my apartment for two weeks, so it could be on fire right now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Oh, mushrooms growing, mushrooms growing, dead mice. <laughs> do you, do you live alone? I leave it on too. Are you not worried that like, so I'm always worried that something's gonna happen? No, no. I mean, I live in Montreal, so. Oh, really? If, if something actually, if my apartment has to catch fire, I will know. <laughs> I've never been to Montreal before. You have to. Is it worth it? Is it worth it, it, it to go? so worth it. Okay. It is amazing. Okay. It's an amazing city. Um, especially during summer with all the festival, if you like, you know, meeting people, you know, all the festival, the music, you love music. Are you a music festival person? I am. Okay. I, I got that vibe from you. You have <laughs> this like friendly, open vibe to yourself that I, I see whenever I go to music well, festivals. Exactly. So music festival, there's so, so many of them in Montreal, so you don't get bored and it's always alive. So now winter is coming soon. And so. uh, what kind of music do you listen to? Anything. Anything? So this summer, most of it was house because of the person I've been uh, spending time with this summer. She loves house, electro. So we've been going to this kind of uh, music festival, but it depends on the mood, I guess. Okay, okay. What uh, what have you been listening to while you've been on vacation? Classic. Classical music? Yeah, I know. Like, doo -doo 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 -doo, like that kind of stuff? Well, no, mostly like, yeah, a little bit, but not the same. Piano music? Piano music. Interesting, interesting. Is that what you were listening to while you were walking? No, I don't have any. Any earbuds? No, I really don't. What do you when you when you relax on the beach? Yeah. Are you like, do you listen to music? Do you read a book? Or do you do you sleep or do you just stare at the ocean? What do you? How do you relax? <laughs> I listen to the ocean. Okay. Well, yeah, and I read, but I don't have my book today, so it won't work. And yeah, that's it. You just listen to the people around you. You 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 eavesdrop on folks? No. No. It's boring. <laughs> It's boring. Unless, unless it's a you know like an interesting conversation. No, it's boring. Okay. Have you uh, like you've tried eavesdropping on people and you're like I don't care about your, no. you know the divorce you're going through oh or goodness. the no you I don't try but sometimes it comes up. Okay. I'm pretty sure you do that. If you ask me the question, it means that you do that. You do that. That I eavesdrop. Yes. Well, yeah. My whole thing is you know talking to people. I'm always curious what's going on with people. I eavesdrop on stuff. I also um, I like you know. I, I, I'm always trying to pay attention to how other people behave and talk because it keys me into like, you know, how should I behave and talk as, <laughs> as I maneuver through the universe? And so maybe I'll listen to other people and I'll be like, man, that guy having this conversation, the right to me, he's really confident. I should like take notes on 
what he's you know saying. So I'll do that. You'll occasionally. do that. Yeah. Not I would like literally pull out a pen and take notes, but yeah. like mental notes. I get it. You learn from the other people. Exactly. Exactly. I get it. Exactly. So my question is: Do you yes. speak Spanish? Un poquito. Un poquito. Okay. Is that even a word? Poquito. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm not I, the best in Spanish. I know an, I know a handful of phrases and enough that I can like walk around, s- walk and around, around and say a few things, yeah, but I can't too. really have like a conversation. No, me too. What do you? What do you? Do you know any Spanish? I, well, donde la playa. Donde That's la playa. La playa es aquí. <laughs> Okay. Uh, um, mi nombre, mi nombre, mi nombre. I guess. Sí. Sí. Tu nombre es. Katy. 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 Cat. Cat. It's Katy, but okay. says in French. Okay. Okay. If you want Katy Perry. And and you know French. I'm French. I I feel like Spanish and French are like actually kind of similar. Uh, I guess. I've been told that, but you know, with uh, four years trying to learn Spanish. Not that much. <laughs> you spent four years trying to learn Spanish? Not really. Okay. Like, you know, trying. In the ba- four years of Duolingo. Exactly. <laughs> you said it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, you kind of look like the guy, The you know, like... I, are you saying I look like the Duolingo bird? Yeah. I've never gotten that before, but that's true. I've gotten... People say I look like a frog. They say I look like Yoshi. You mostly look like a frog, you, I, I'll, I'll take that. Yes. I respect that. I don't... But, I'm not a frog, but people have been... You know, I, I don't know. I think in Spanish... The word gecko is just gecko. But people have been pointing at me and being like, like little kids will be like, Papi, es la rana, es la rana. That means frog. Okay. Or, or es el zapo, zapo. What is it? Uh, is it those are both frogs. And I mean, toads. is it like from a cartoon? I don't even know. Oh, um, like me? Yeah. Oh, I'm just, I'm just like a gecko. <laughs> okay. Um, so your friends and family, are you keeping in touch with them at, while you are here on the beach are they like not worried about you they're used to it my dad called me this morning okay to wish me a happy birthday in advance so yeah is today your happy is today your birthday tomorrow oh ah. <laughs> what are you gonna do for your birthday well i'm gonna go visit the Rions in tulum in the morning in the afternoon uh i booked an excursion I think they're taking me around, I think not too far from here, something like that. Okay. And in the evening, I booked a dinner in a restaurant. Yeah. From what I understand, it's a Yucatan style cuisine. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, can I ask you a, a question that I, I'm curious about? I, 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 I love to solo travel. I love going places by myself. I have friends who, who are women that I, I tell them about it and they're like, oh, I wish I could do that, but they're like afraid for their safety. But yet when I'm on the road, I do meet a lot of like solo female travelers. So I'm like, well, there are people out there doing it. Do you have like anything that you would say or any advice to anyone who is like afraid to to go out and travel by themselves, like safety wise, but, but wants to do it? The thing is a phrase. Well, we only have one life. So if you have to live by your fear, you will never live. Mm. That will be something that I will say. Because to be honest with you, I was afraid to, to come. But every single time I actually go travel, I'm always scared. What if something happens to me? What if this happens to me? But as long as you actually, you know, just do your own research and actually you need to find the places where you're comfortable with and you don't have to do things that you don't feel comfortable with. So don't force yourself. But at the same time, you need to enjoy life. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you feel as though uh, you, you are good at conquering your fears? Me? Yeah. No. 
<laughs> but were, were you were you afraid to come out here by yourself? Well, you know, in Tul here no. Playa de Carmen is different, but Tulum yes, because Tulum is in the jungle, something like that. Mm -hmm. And my hotel is actually right in the middle of the jungle. From what I your hotel's in the middle of the jungle. It's something like that, I guess. Because around it, when I look at the map, there's nothing just besides this, and we're just next to the sea. So beside the sea, the resort and the jungle, there's some other resort next to it, but there's nothing around. So that's worrisome. But other than that, I mean, no. You know, I'm scared of spiders. I'm scared of all these things. So obviously. Are you uh, are you ever going to face those fears? Are you ever going to? Well, I have no choice at some point, I guess. <laughs> if they come up to me, what am I going to do? I like that. I like what you said. Just say say what you said again. You said if you live by your fear, you won't live well, at all. Something like that. Yes. Yeah, so basically, if you have to live by your fear, you will never live at all. Mm. Tell me, is that something? Is that a philosophy that you kind of had to work your way up towards, or was that something you've always had within you? I had to learn it. How do you feel like you learned it? My friends. Your friends. The people surrounding the people I've been meeting. So. I mean, you know, it takes a lot of courage to actually decide to leave, you know, where you were raised. So leave France was not easy, but I wanted to leave anyway. So I started with London and then I moved after that to Canada and then from Canada. Okay, now I'm traveling a little bit more around. So you need to start somewhere. Right, right. I feel like that's like the people I've talked to who are like afraid of... Um you know, traveling, it's like, go take a weekend to like another state first. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. start by going to Korea. No, exactly, you don't know. do that. You just start in another state and then you kind of work your way up, exactly. kind of like you were talking about. So just start some with something, exactly. Just go somewhere where it's gonna be something different and then slowly by slowly, you will have the confidence to actually go further. And um, what's your next trip that you're gonna take? I don't know. I really don't know. Well, technically, yes, I have to take a plane back to Montreal. But honestly, I'm hoping that next year I'm going to go to Bali. 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 I've heard cool things about Bali. Me too. I've heard that like in, in all those places like Bali and Vietnam and Thailand, there's like a big solo travel, you know, community there. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's a lot yeah. of people over there. Yeah. And surprising, there's a lot of French people everywhere. So that's fun. Have you met? Uh, tell me this. I, I have been to France and uh, it was cool. I, people talk a lot about how they think that French people can can be assholes. <laughs> now, you're very nice. Everybody can be assholes. Everybody can be assholes. I, that's what I thought. Too. That's what I think, too. Anytime there's any sort of like generalization of yeah. like, you right. know, well, the people from this part of America, or this part of Europe can be this. But I'm I do, like, ah, there's everywhere. I do get the feeling because to be honest with you, Paris is another environment. I'm not from Paris. Okay. So I love Parisian people and I do love them. But the environment sometimes when you're an outsider, it's different. Mm. It's mm. different. But it's the same for big cities, you know, like in London is the same. Some people, when they actually, you know, British people, they will go to London, but they don't feel comfortable because the vibe is different. But it, it is the same in big cities, you know. Same thing for people that comes from Calgary, let's say, and they will have to go to Montreal. Or Montreal is a big city or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's the same. But at the end of the day, I will say, if you go to France, don't stop at Paris. You have to travel around. Okay. Try okay. the small cities. France is such a beautiful country. You know, it's all the history, all 
all the different places, the culture and the, the food, the food. It's all about the food anyway. So, yes. What is your name again? Katie. Katie. Thank you for talking to a gecko. I want to say just just to anyone who's listening at home, because, you know, I sat here and I have 20 uh, tons of people are walking by. They're not looking at me. I'm about to get I say this every episode. I'm about to give up. I'm like, ah, fuck. Nobody's going to come stop. And then a very friendly person <laughs> stops by. We have a good conversation. It always goes to show that, uh, you know, stick it out for a little <laughs> bit longer and uh, something fun and cool will happen. Thank so, you so much, Gecko. Thank you very much. Is there anything really nice else you. you want to say to the people of the computer? Uh, well, Gecko is nice. And thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you for talking to me today. I appreciate you made my day, it. actually. Oh, I appreciate that. That's awesome. Thank you. Have a good rest of uh, the trip. I'm giving you my gecko blessings for the remaining five days. And uh, I'll see you out there in the universe. Thank you. Of course. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.